out the coupe at the lot. Told him for a 12 fuck swat. Buzzing all the bells out the box. I just hit a lick with the box. Had to put the stick in the box. Mm. Pour up the whole damn seal. I'ma get lazy. I got the mojo deals. We been trapping like the A's. Guys, you have no idea how I've been listening to The Box, which is this song you just heard from Roddy Rich, like over and over and over. I keep it on repeat. I'm not sure if you guys are like me. Uh, but if you keep your songs on repeat in order to to have big ideation sessions, I, I, man, it's just my thing. I keep a song on repeat, and literally, I I blow the tires off of it. Right, I'll listen and I'll listen to it until I can't stand it any longer. Uh, and so the rotation right now is Roddy Rich, The Box. That was that song. If you want to search him on Spotify, R O D D Y space R I C C H two C's, uh, Roddy Rich. Great story. He's just now on the come up, exploding into uh, the consciousness of the hip hop scene. Uh, but anyways, before we get started on the podcast, I want to tell you, look, I've overcome one of the bigger fears in my life thus far as I'm pursuing, uh, you know, continued levels of growth in, uh, in content creation and owning a business. I put down the big sort of scary deposit for the retreat home. Uh, just a couple of days ago, had to get over that big fear. That was huge. Um, you know, a lot of limiting beliefs behind that worth that comes up. The enemy or the voice or the gremlin inside my head was big. Nights of sleeplessness, uh, and I had to battle with it. But at the end of the day, I had to come back and say, "What is going to support my mission? What decision right now is that of trust and love and faith?" Uh, and that was to put the the deposit down and keep it moving baby keep going so it's exciting news for the creating space kiowa retreat the house is secure uh it's even cooler to see the seminars that are coming up we're going to be talking about how to find your voice how to shift your messaging we're going to be talking about how to grow an audience of, of what we call blue chips you'll you'll learn a little bit more about that on today's podcast, I'm going to be teaching, uh, you know, nutrition and health and gut health and habits for uh, continued focus and performance. Man, we're going to talk the gambit of social media marketing and business growth for those of you that are business owners. Maybe you're coaches, maybe you're uh, content creators. Oh man, maybe you're a network marketer and you rely on social media and your strategies to penetrate to the right types of people uh, and communicate to them with depth. And that's what we're going to talk about today. But before we get there, just remember, if you're interested to apply for the Creating Space Kiowa Retreat, okay, you're going to pull out your phones and here's what you're going to do. You're going to text CS Retreat to 31996. CS Retreat, all one word, to 31996. That's going to initiate you in a link that's going to give you the waitlist details. Every individual is going to go through an application process. We're looking for the perfect individual to join us, and there's only going to be 12 people invited. All right, guys? So I want the perfect people there looking to get sweaty, looking to learn more about optimization of their health and their mindset, want to learn more about business, marketing, social media tactics for growth. Man, we're going to go deep in those things, and I'm going to bring incredible people into the mix to help guide, teach, uh, and collaborate with you guys. So CS Retreat to 31996. I can't wait to see who we have, these 12 beautiful, smiling, energetic faces on the coast of Kiowa, South Carolina, in March 5th through the 8th. Man, I love you guys. And now it's time for some heart marketing, guys. Let's go. Put it out the coop at the lot. 
Rollin' for a 12 fuck swap Buzzin' all the bells out the box I just hit a lick with the box Had to put the stick in the box mm. Pour up the whole damn seal I'ma get lazy I got the mojo deals We been trappin' like the A's Oh yes sir, what is up, what's happening? Welcome back to the Creating Space Podcast West Knight, your host Really excited about Christmas time, getting back. Claire and I are going to Greenville. Uh, well, not Greenville. I, I lied. Easley, South Carolina, the hometown. Going to check in with the parents, see my brother. My brother is uh, in a PhD program up at Ohio State. Uh, OH to all you Ohio natives out there. Graham's coming back in town and going to spend some time right now with the family. It's, it's weird, man. I can't believe that I'm actually excited about spending more and more time with my family and my brother. This is so foreign to me. I've not normally been an individual who really uh, dove this deep into family connection, but as I get older and as Claire is teaching me, you know, family is way more important to me than I was realizing. And so it's, it's, it's nice feeling excited to get back for Christmas, to get around family. Uh, we all have family issues. I know there's pieces of going back and seeing family or being involved in the family um, atmosphere that's going to be unique for all of us. We're all going to go through those things. And let me hold a space for those of you who might not be spending time with family this holiday. Uh, you, you got family in us. Uh, you got family in this community. You got family in me, that's for sure. And so um, no matter what your situation is uh, going into uh, Christmas and the New Year's of 2020, uh, I just hope that you take some time to lean into the people immediately around you that you love. I'm excited to do that, and I hope you will as well. Speaking of love, love comes from the heart space. Ooh, boy, and do I love talking about heart marketing. You know, uh, in my last episode, I talked about the evolution of social media, and even deeper in that, I talked about the two concepts of of really the people who generate content on social. It's either Look at me content or learn from me content. And um, those of you who listened to that episode, you kind of know where you fall. And if you fell in, if you look, took a critical look at yourself and the content that you were generating and uh, you analyzed it and you felt like you fell into maybe the look at me content box, maybe some of you have been moving from A to B, starting to create more learn from me content. And I hope so because there's nothing more tragic for me to see than a content creator or a business to be creating, look at me content. There's nothing worse. There's nothing more detrimental, in my opinion, to a business uh, and its trajectory than being someone that only communicates uh, in an output uh, scenario, never gives uh, any any content worth value for people to 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 connect with in a heart space. So we're going to talk about heart marketing today, uh, and I really want to give you this concept that has completely shifted the way that I view uh, the fan base that I build around the podcast, um, the customers that that I uh, you know am working with on a daily basis, whether it comes to the programs that I'm running, any of the challenges, any of the courses that I have online, or even my one to one consulting or coaching clients. It, it really changes the game once you think about heart marketing and creating everything from a central space inside the heart, which if you boil it down even further, is the truth. The truth is undefeated. So we're going to talk a little bit about heart marketing today and the power of heart marketing and how you should move from look at me content 
to learn from me content and the secret of that learn from me content is going to help you build a raving list of fans slash customers for your business or your content is going to be in the heart marketing strategy. So let's get started. First things first, you know, we all sort of start in a social media infancy marketing slash infancy space uh, when it comes to building our content building our pages, building our business. Um, Some business owners don't even want to accept that marketing is 98% of their job as a business owner. The sales, the marketing should be so good that the sales close themselves, that you have people lining up around the corner to purchase your products or your services because your marketing has done so well. This is what Jordan brand has done. This is what Nike has done. This is what Amazon has done, right? They've, They've merged this experience of connecting with uh, some of the drivers in your behavior as a human being, things that are very, very important for you and drive your behaviors uh, psychologically. They connect to these things and they build content and build products and services that are warped around these drivers and they make it really easy for you to now uh, commit your, your time, your energy, your resources, your money toward what it is that they've done and, and what it is that they have created. So for example, first thing I thought is like, all right, I know it's called heart marketing. I know when I sit down and I ask myself, what's the truth? What am I going through? What's showing up in my life right now? And I create content around that. I know there's this vortex of just open available knowledge that's channeled through me and I can rift on those things for days. Now, when I try to step outside of this heart marketing framework and I try to create content that I have no real energy or feeling or emotion behind, I get lost and I have a really hard time creating the content. You guys know the content block, right? So first question I asked, I said, all right, why does heart marketing actually work? So I got to Google and I asked a question, what are the drivers behind human behavior? What are the drivers behind human behavior? Because I'm thinking, okay, if I want people to fall in love with who I am and fall in love with what I create, in this essence, it's a podcast, social media posts, programs, uh, courses, coaching, so on and so forth. If I want people to fall in love with these types of things, then I need to be real cognizant of what really makes people make decisions. What's the driver behind human decisions? So I Googled it. And I came to realize on, on, on one of the best articles that, that I found during the research is there are really five core drivers behind human behavior. And for those of you that are content creators, um, you know, your, your, your coaches, your course designers, uh, or your business owners, entrepreneurs, you need to understand this for your marketing uh, and your sales tactics and techniques. Five drivers. People have a drive to acquire, a drive to learn, a drive to defend, a drive to bond, and a drive to feel. And these are huge when it comes to touching someone's heart space. Psychologically, people make decisions when they have a drive to acquire something, whether material or immaterial. An example would be a drive to acquire a new home or acquire a cup of coffee or acquire knowledge and an info product to take them to the next level, or acquire uh, maybe something a little bit, bit more esoteric, like a deeper spiritual connection, right? There's one. 
driver to learn. Man, info products, coaches, courses, consultants, even business owners who want to teach, use their platform to teach more about the benefits of their product or their service. Huge. People have a drive to learn. Something really big right now in the space uh, of wellness is the uh, the ketosis movement. People are really trying to learn more about ketosis. Ketosis basically being uh, the fact of turning your metabolic rate and in, in, in how you burn or what you burn from carbohydrates or protein to actually fat. You know, it's really interesting. I read the other day that when your body goes into ketosis, uh, it routes beyond the carbs, carbs being a s- source of, of energy that would be similar to like kindling when you're, when you're building a fire, right? So, um, if you throw kindling on a fire, it's it's gonna it's gonna get hot really quick and then it's gonna die, sort of like carbs are sugars, right? You you get a sugar high and then all of a sudden you crash. Next version is proteins, proteins, your meats and such, um, beans, whatnot. Those are gonna burn a little bit longer, but not much longer and not quite as hot um, as the kindling might as well. So a, a, a little bit longer sustained length, um, but not much hotter than the kindling. Then you get into fats. And this is where the key is. This is where they uh, would say it's not a log and it's not kindling. It's more like coal. So it's going to take coal a little bit longer to heat up, but it's going to burn so much longer and so much hotter and so much more sustainably and cleaner, right? So that would be the difference. And I've started to recognize that Man, when people start learning about how to biohack themselves, it creates this, this huge group, swarming group of mega fans, super fans that are all in on ketosis. That's why they build network marketing uh, businesses around these types of cult-like following movements because all of these people are driven to learn how to continue to biohack themselves to increase performance and so on and so forth. Okay. Let's not go any deeper down the rabbit hole of ketosis. Let's come back out. Next one is a drive to defend. So like the drive to protect ourselves, loved ones, property, uh, you know, gun laws and such, um, you know, selling guns and ammunition is the first thing that comes to my mind there. Uh, people have drivers for those things, uh, security, right? Security of cars, vehicles, so on and so forth. A drive to bond, to be loved and feel valued by themselves and by others. These are community uh, uh, memberships, gym memberships, um, very primal driver for people uh, that touches their heart. They want to feel a part of something, man. We are tribal animals uh, and we need to belong to something. Okay. And the last one is to feel, right? So desire to experience p- pleasure or excitement, move towards pleasure and away from pain. So these sort of five drivers should be the filter between you and your content being given and delivered into your audience. So I want you to really think about when you sit down and you're making a post or you're making a podcast episode or you're making a video, I really want you to key into asking yourself the question. First question, all right, what's the truth? What am I going through right now? And what is the why behind me making this post? Second question, very easy, has to be, what's the finish line? What do I want the result of this post to be? And the result, in my opinion, should always be to connect to the heart of someone else. 
Second thing it should be after you've connected to the heart of someone else, you've, you know, you've been vulnerable, you've shared something that you've been through, you're using more you's than I's or me's, you or they or we's, operative words for you to use in this sense, okay? Once you understand why you're doing it and where you're going, then you can start to break down the content that comes out of it. Now you can make it robust. And the goal, guys, the goal is not for you to grow in superficial fans or customers. These are people that buy from you once or they're tire kickers. They never buy from you. They check the price and on they go. The goal is to create what we call blue chip customers or fans. Now, I call it blue chip because it's the, 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 the old adage of the five-star recruit in athletics. Zion Williamson at Duke, blue chip. Tua Tagovailoa at Alabama, the quarterback, blue chip. Back in the day, Mike Vick coming out of high school, blue chip. These are five-star athletes. These are the ones that can completely shift the trajectory of your entire business, franchise, content page, so on and so forth. Blue chip customers is what we want to make. And so Gone are the days of you just trying to acquire a list of superficial fans or customers. Here are the days of you connecting to the hearts of your blue chip audience, meaning you're so polarizing with your content that you're going to weed out all the people that do not connect to your frequency and your energy and your message and your purpose. Don't see your value. Bye. See ya. I'm not trying to spend time with you. The ones that I am creating content for, I want to bring them closer. My blue chips, where are my five-star recruits? Where are the ones like Zion Williamson that could take me to another level? Like Tua Tagovailoa that will take me to the next level. Joe Burrow, take me to the next level. LSU has struggled in the SEC in football until Joe Burrow decided in his fifth year as a graduate student to transfer from Ohio State University and get got the opportunity to come down to LSU. Now he's taken, he's won the Heisman Trophy. He's taken them to uh, a national uh, tournament uh, experience here. They're going to be playing, um, who is it? They play Oklahoma. They got the number one seed. LSU is in the driver's seat right now of their, uh, of their entire destiny. And it's all because it's a blue chip recruit. They can change the trajectory of our business. They're big fans, big customers that will repeat buy from us, repeat support, repeat encourage, all of the things. All right. So heart marketing, the most important piece that you should take away from this is the framework by which heart marketing should be given. Sitting down, asking yourself before you go in post, what's the truth? All right, today when I talked about heart marketing, I needed to make sure I had you understand the purpose of building a really quality list of customers and clients and fans. We want people that will go the distance with us, that will change our business. We don't need as many of them, right? We don't need as many five-star recruits, five-star customers, five-star fans, because those individuals will end up repeat buying for us or they'll become ambassadors for our business or for our, our content. They'll share. They'll expose it to other people. They are the ones that change the trajectory of our business. And we've got to make sure that we are consistently connecting to their heart space, delivering disproportionate value to them. Right? So who are they? What is the truth? What are they experiencing? 
right? And what is the result I want, the intended result? When I make this post, what do I want to happen? How do I want this to have a ripple effect within uh, the community of my business and anyone who might discover me as a byproduct of it being shared by the people that I know I'm making content for. I mean, when I was just an infant in social media, I was just making social posts for the sake of likes, the superficial um, vanity metrics, likes and views. Now, I couldn't care less about making a post that's going to be seen by a bunch of people. I want to go deep with the people who are already with me. And those individuals are going to love it so much more. They're going to connect to it. They're going to be compelled to share, right? They're going to, they're going to literally hit that little airplane button on Instagram. They're going to place it into their feed and get it out in front of their audience. And all it takes are a really condensed group of those individuals to completely shift your business, It really does. And I think the focus has to be depth, can't be width. And we have to start by shifting the entire uh, philosophical approach of our content, sitting down, really getting an idea for who our customer is, who's the blue chip, where are they, how are they communicating, what are they uh, struggling with, what are their big blocks, so to speak, right? How do I create content that removes those big blocks out of their way, that gives them tools to improve their life because they have a drive to acquire, a drive to learn, a drive to defend, a drive to bond, and a drive to feel. Okay, the, those, uh, those sort of pillars, those five pillars, should then be uh, the filter by which all of the content that I create now and generate uh, go through so that I am doing things and and making decisions and making content that drives human behavior, moves people to make a decision, whether that decision be small to like or comment uh, or engage or share to a larger uh, sort of, uh, of, of movement type deal where people are now paying for your products or services or they're uh, bringing you on to coach them at a high dollar, high ticket sales uh, point of view, or whether you're getting booked by the right individual that sees your content to come in and speak, right? Or whether there's a vendor that's looking at your product and service and isn't quite yet uh, sold on it, but because the way your messaging and your voice shifted using the heart marketing tactics, now, boom, they're coming in and they're getting into you into multiple stores and completely shifted the trajectory of your business because they connect to you, what you represent, the authenticity in your message, the delivery, and so on and so forth. Heart marketing. The truth is undefeated. The answers are inside your heart. The filters are in the five uh, behavioral drivers. Hope you've written those down. And I want you to be disciplined enough to allow this essence of heart marketing to infiltrate everything you do when it comes to a marketing standpoint. All content has to come through this. Gone are the days of you creating superficial fans. Here are the days of the blue chip super fan that launches your business to the next atmosphere. Guys, I love you. I hope that heart marketing is going to continue to shift the way that you communicate online. The way we communicate online is how we reach, inspire, motivate, uh, and help people get themselves to the next level, get their lives to the next level, or to improve. And that should be the mission at all times. Let's be of service. Let's impact. Let's educate. Let's inspire. 
all right, heart marketing, please take a second, reach out to me in the DM. Let me know what you think about the heart marketing uh, strategies. I really think no matter what your business or industry is, I really think the moment you begin to take pride in what you're putting out into the world and speaking to that one individual, that blue chip, how does Joe Burrow want me to talk to him? What matters to Joe Burrow? For those of you who don't know football, once again, that's the LSU quarterback, right? The five-star. What does Zion Williamson want, right? What does that individual who is my blue chip customer really want? And if you're not sure who that blue chip customer is, hang tight. In the future, I will be bringing out a, a plenty of content on how to find your voice, how to identify your, your blue chip uh, audience member or customer, your blue chip super fan, and how to um, create a message to speak to that individual. I'll, I'll be putting plenty of content about that as I know more and more of you are extremely motivated to market your businesses and your brands in a more efficient way to cut through the noise and be heard on social, all right? So hit me with a DM, okay? If you love this, I would, I would man, if you took a screenshot of this right now, that would be huge and share that into the world. Uh, let me know what you thought about the heart marketing uh, tactics. I think more and more people have to get through uh, the, the this approach and really feel what it's like to, to have that filter in their life for their content. And lastly, the last and maybe the biggest ask that I have is only gonna involve 90 seconds of your time. And here's the ask. Look, anything that we do in our lives, we wanna be excellent in. Excellence should always be the marker. And I feel that now with this relaunch of the podcast, this new invigoration and new focus that I have for the podcast, I feel called to be excellent every time. And if you guys feel like I was excellent on this podcast, if you really liked the heart marketing tactics here, what I'd love for you to do is drop down into the show notes. There's a direct link to leave me a review. It'll take you 90 seconds to write something from your heart. The reason this matters to me is because in the iTunes algorithm, they value reviews highly. And so the goal for me right now is to find individuals who enjoy and really care about the content that I create and want to see more of it. As long as I continue to see growth inside this podcast, there will always be energy for it because I know that we're touching the right people, we're doing the right things, and excellence is the driver behind it. So if you guys could take one second, if you're driving, maybe wait, make yourself a note to do it when you stop. But if you got some seconds here, maybe you're at the gym, maybe you're on a walk, maybe you're riding your bike, or maybe you're just laying on your couch right now, enjoying the raspiness of this voice. If I could ask one ask, it would be for you to jump into the show notes, hit the review link, spend 30 seconds writing me a, a message from your heart. I look at every single one of them and uh, let me know how you think, what you feel, uh, and I'll continue to create dynamite content that's going to help you take your business and your brand to the next level. I love you guys. I hope you have an amazing Christmas, an amazing uh, uh, Hanukkah, an amazing holiday, an amazing new year, plenty of podcast episodes to come. I'll catch you on the flip side. Oh yeah, have the best day. Kick the rest of the week in the teeth, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Pulling out the coupe at the lot, told for a 12 for a swap, buzzing all the bells out the box. I just hit a lick with the box, had to put the stick in the box. Mm. Pour up the whole damn seal, I'ma get lazy. I got 
the mojo deals, we been trapping like the 80s She said the nigga so, gotta cash out